Anthony and I here with a new episode of Real in the Field podcast. On today's episode, Joe and I are going to be sitting down discussing the recent NFL roster changes. We'll get into a fun game of Believe It or Not and finish it off with some real estate talk and find out how you can start your home buying process. So sit back, enjoy the episode. If you like what you hear, like and subscribe and enjoy the show. All right, Real in the Field, we're here with a new episode, episode seven. That's right. Yeah, we're, we're just blowing through these things. And that is a new theme song that you heard there. We got a brand new one. That is from a friend of the show, Blake Means, uh, from Name Taken, one of, uh, one of my favorite bands. Yeah, and, for sure. And uh, one of the bands that came out of uh, our alma mater, El Medina High School. Yeah. Um, yeah, so listen to that. If you didn't catch that, uh, on the intro, rewind, go back and listen to it because it's a great song. And thanks for, to Blake Means for putting that together. Thank you, Blake. Yeah. All right, new episode here. Let's do it. We've got, uh, we've got a lot going on in the sports world. We've got, uh, we've got the NFLs just shaken up all sorts of different ways. Uh, we've got some trades. Um, what do we got? We got free agency. And uh, yeah, what do we got? Uh, the first domino to fall. Yeah. The Bears traded away the number one draft pick. Just got rid of it. Said, we don't need it. <laughs> kind of. Well, that means they're settling on their quarterback, Justin Fields, from, last, or from you know previous. Yeah. And they traded to the Panthers. Okay. Panthers had to trade away a lot to the yeah. Bears. But what I thought was weird, the Panthers also, through free agency, got Andy Dalton. So an old timer quarterback. Gotcha. So you got to assume veteran. he's get, yeah. So he's going to be the backup. Yeah. Or he's going to be there to kind of teach the ropes to the new guy that they're right. going to draft. So they're going to take that number one pick, go out and get themselves a quarterback. They say it's going to be one of three guys. Yeah. You got C.J. Stroud from Ohio State. Right. You got uh, Bryce Young from Alabama, and you got Richardson from Florida. Yeah. Richardson's that guy, he blew up at the combine. Right. Looked apart, was throwing bombs, Dude. great numbers. Yeah. Right? Like, Could be deceiving. Like, yeah, and we talked about that yeah. on a previous episode. So they say it's going to be one of those three guys. Personally, I think it's going to be CJ Stroud from Ohio State. Yeah. I think he is a little bit more NFL. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? He's a little bit more NFL ready. Yeah. Size I mean, you see, like, you can see, like, the way that offenses are, are designed, uh, some of them are better suited to transfer over to the NFL. They run, you know, run similar plays yeah. and uh, have similar formations that kind of transfer a little bit easier. Uh, you know, if you're still running the wing T, it might be a little difficult going into, right. <laughs> going right. into the NFL. Easy. Nebraska in <laughs> <Yeah>. 91. <laughs> Yeah. So you think? Uh, so you think he'll be the number one? You think he'll go? I, I it think, makes the most sense. I think he had a really good uh, showing at the combine. I would say. Yeah. I mean, he's probably. I don't know, but you never you never know. But yeah, I think he he'll be the guy. And you think day one that he'll be starter? You think he's uh, he's going to need some time to kind of get settled? And Andy Dalton's going to go. Ugh. I mean, Andy Dalton's been around forever, and he just kind of is the guy that will get you kind of. Yeah. Kind of get you what you need. Hasn't had anything good since TCU days. <laughs> no, I mean, nowadays, when they pay guys, they expect... Yeah, you know, the, the, the days of Aaron Rodgers sitting behind Brett Favre for a long time or Tom Brady sitting behind Drew Bledsoe, like, those days are long gone. Yeah. Show me what you got. Long if you, gone. 
whoever it is that's going to come out and now. throw the ball and start making some plays and win some games, that's going to be the yeah. starter day one. Yeah. So that's it on the first pick. That yeah. was the first domino to fall. Yeah. And this kind of trickle effect. We and then it just everything else is you got teams picking up. I mean the Broncos picked up uh, I think 185 <laughs> players. <laughs> what? How many players did they end up with? Ten. I, I think ten. Yeah. Ten. Yeah. Jesus, they're just yeah. just shopping. Well. Yeah. Dude, Sean Payton, we talked about him. He's coming in. What oh, does yeah. the new coach do? Here's my philosophy, whatever. Yeah, yeah. And he needs to win now. Let's start getting guys that, that... He's like, we need this guy. We need this guy. <laughs> but I think also they opened up the checkbook and said, yeah. like, this is what we have to do. Yeah. Well, when this, you make that this kind is of, a situation that, that we're in. Yeah, you make a financial commitment to Russell Wilson and you are... Ugh. You're just like you're you're in it. All right, let's start kind of, you know, getting some players to surround him and like, you know, this is gonna be our guy. We committed to it. So and whatever it is, seek or swim, like and this he is got happen. sacked. He got sacked like I think it was him and Stafford maybe at like the yeah. top. It was there it's something like that, but it would Stafford would have gotten top. sacked more if he didn't get injured. I, yeah, I'm, I guarantee you. <laughs> That's yeah. been, you know, that was the, the thing that plagued the Rams uh, that last season. You know, one of the kind of worst, like, you know, going from Super Bowl, I guess Super Bowl hangover, if you want to call it that. Dude. One of the worst ones. Thousand percent. One of the worst ones. And you I know, think it is the worst one in, like, history. Uh, yeah, yeah, I think you're yeah. right. And it makes sense when you lose uh, guys like Whitworth, you lose your, your anchor on that offensive line, and then throughout the season uh, have just plagued with injuries. Just player after player, you know, we can go through every single player that, I mean, nobody was exempt from getting some kind of injury. Well, Stafford got hurt. Yeah. Aaron Donald got hurt. Yep. Uh, who else got hurt? Oh, well, Noteboom went down. Uh, Allen went down. Center went down. The entire offensive line went out. Like, oh, everybody went out, yeah. like twice, three times. ACLs, uh, ankle, stomach aches. Uh, <laughs> dude, everything. Hangnails. Hangnails. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, turf toe. Uh, which, dude, that actually that, is that's a That's actually like a, a bad thing. Yeah, yeah. I've had that once and yeah, I don't wish that on my, yeah, <laughs> my worst enemy. That's no joke. <clears throat> but yeah, that. so there's an old saying. So I'm going to take the Rams for example. Sure. Getting to the top is exciting. Yeah. Staying at the top is exhausting. Oh, boy, yeah. Now you're right. And that hangover, that's just, it's an emotional dump. It's a, God, we made it. Now yeah. what? Like, it's just, it's so... It's so hard. So well, I'm, yeah, not, guys, I'm not. I wasn't shocked that yeah. day. Well, it's it makes sense. Like you know, teams over the years, it seems like they. Yeah, it's like we've fought so hard to get to this point. We've gotten here. Here we are. And now, what are we fighting for now? Yes. And I'm sure there's still that fight in every player. Everybody will tell you, hey, that fight never went away. But there's something I'm sure that like the mentality of having gotten there, gotten that thing off your shoulder. That, hey, we've checked that box kind of, yes. and now that fire isn't as blazing as it was. Yeah. You know, like with Aaron Donald, for example, that guy was just hunting for his ring. And now you got it, and it's like, okay, are we going to hunt for another one? That, that fire ain't the same. Yeah. It's not the same fire that you have when you're going out for that first one. But that makes guys who have done it three times in a row in any sport Jordan, yeah. Tom Brady. Yeah. Dude, that's super impressive. It's all that more impressive. Super impressive I yeah. know. And I hate, like, there's part of me that, like, just... Hates those guys. Hates saying it, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. But you have to respect it. You yeah. know, guys like Tom Brady, and I've kind of hated on Tom Brady 
not only because of just how he just gets it done and he gets it done against like teams that I like or the team that I like and he and gets it done and about, he's handsome and he does it all with the you know yeah with a nice smile and just like yeah. god damn it but you, it is like you have to hand it to him it is very impressive especially when you think about all like the, the all that hangover the things like we're talking yeah. about rebuilding you know having things having pieces being moved around and still being able to get to that position and you know, it's 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 no reason or no wonder why um, you know guys like Bill Belichick will go down in history as one of the best because yeah. he's made he's done whatever he's been given he's like made something of it you know whatever that formula is and it seems like you know Sean McVay is trying to do that same thing you know now getting rid of like Jalen Ramsey and saying like hey we need to free up some like some cap space we need to get this guy off our books and just like refocus. I'm hoping that the Rams refocus and get, you know, put some money in that line because they haven't gotten anybody at this point. Yeah, no, they haven't. And it's it's hard. I remember an old an old coach kind of told me, like, don't fall in love with the player. Yeah. Fall in love with the performance. Oh, sure. And Belichick, I remember, you probably remember this as a kid growing up and we're watching, they had Wes Welker. Mm-hmm. They had... Um, Danny Amendola, Amendola they had, right. they had, you know, all those little slot receivers. Yeah, yeah. And we're like, oh, my gosh, how could you trade that guy? Oh, gosh, how could you trade that guy? Yeah. Like, dude, because it's a business, and deep yeah. down he knew, like, that guy's a great guy. Substitute this, like, this player but for another not, one that can do it, that. He can't do it anymore. <laughs> yeah. Don't fall in love with the guy. Don't fall in love with the player. Fall in love with performance, and yeah. he's not getting it done. I need somebody else, and seems, that's how cutthroat the NFL is. Yeah, it seems like yeah, Bill Belichick had a good way of just kind of like using players for all that they were, you know, getting every squeezing every ounce of. And he uh, knew the right time to get the rid right of them. Time, yeah, the right time to just kind of get them off the books and then bring in somebody else yes. that's going to do that. Yeah, there's a there's a little bit of, yeah, there's some brilliance in that, and you know, I'm hoping that I mean it's seemingly like we talked about before with. Um, you know, with uh, Les Need and with uh, with Sean McVay, it seems like they've got a good plan in place and they've got a good kind of like, you know, horse sense, I guess. Like, you know, they know what they are looking for and they know how to find it. That's been the one kind of thing that is different than, you know, the Jeff Fisher days when it just was just... Who, who, there was no rhyme or reason to anything. Yeah, let's go. It. Let's go for it on fourth and one. Why? I don't know. <laughs> let's just do it. Because I'm Jeff Fisher. Because I'm Jeff Fisher. <laughs> I'm gonna do it. Yeah. Uh, but it seems like at least uh, there is. It's, it's seemingly like things are done for um, you know with purpose, and there's a greater kind of plan. And maybe it is that kind of Bill Belichick kind of plan. Maybe it is. Hey, let's refocus on the offensive line. Let's get some more. Um, you know, weapons on offense, you know, can't just be Cooper Cup all day long. Like we need some offensive weapons Um, or just, you know, let's just refocus and building up our offensive line and give Matthew Stafford some time to just get it to whoever, you know, that may be, you know, maybe it's Van Jefferson, maybe it's Cooper Cup or whoever it is. But uh, it it at least seems like, you know, you kind of have to trust that process and know that Jalen Ramsey is going uh, and it's going to free up some space. We'll see kind of what happens next. And, um, all right, so we have the Broncos who have taken like ten dudes. Yeah, you have the Rams who haven't really nothing done, given away just yeah. everything. <laughs> you want this guy? You have this guy. Yeah. Then let's jump to the Raiders. Oh, the Raiders! The Raiders. Moves. Eleven guys. <laughs> okay, and then the probably most important guy they took. Yeah. Jimmy 
Handsome G. Ham is That guy is so good looking. Jimmy G signed him for three years. Yeah. And, dude, they got rid of Derek Carr. Yeah. Obviously, something wasn't vibing there. And Jimmy G needed a home, dude. And the Raiders are like, yeah, he found one. He found one. You know, good on him. Uh, I I've always I've always liked Jimmy G. I've always you know I think you know being a Rams fan, like Rams face San Francisco uh, over and over again every year, and uh, seeing him play. I mean, God, he he's gotten a bad rap for I don't know. I think uh, you know we had talked about it before because he's kind of a good looking guy. Maybe that's what like too handsome. Too handsome. Yeah. And he's he's lost in big moments, and I think a lot of the emphasis on those losses gets put on him, or a lot of the reason. Well, gets put on him. Yeah, a lot yeah. of the responsibility. It's always like you know on the quarterback. You but know, he that, did a great job back in the day of stepping in for Tom Brady. Yeah. Right. So I'm gonna throw this out. He's done a great job. In every role he's been given. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He's been Tom Brady's backup. Yeah. Tom went down with, you know, whatever. Jimmy G stepped in. Just righted the ship. He did yeah. what he was supposed to did do. Did what he was okay. like, brought in to do. Goes yeah. to the nine. Like, oh, yeah, you're kind of our guy. But we're going to draft this quarterback. We're going to get Trey Lance. We're going to get Brock Purdy. We're going to get all these guys behind you. Well, am I really your guy? Yeah. Right? Yeah. So now... The Raiders are like, <laughs> we're all in. We are, do we believe in you? Yeah. So I believe that he has done a, a good job setting himself up. Yeah. Now, is the Raiders the right organization? I don't know. Yeah. But I mean, at least the guy's feeling some love now no, for people who want him. That's true. And I think that goes a long way. Like knowing that, you know, your job is always on the line. I mean, that's kind of a, that might not be the best kind of situation to play in. That might not be the best uh, headspace to be in, knowing that hey, if you make a wrong move, there's like two people lined up that are going to take your job. You're on eggshells, yeah. Some way to play, and you know, conversely, when he's now with the Raiders and he's the dude, he's the man. You know, they got rid of. Uh, you know, I mean, say what you will about Derek Carr. I mean, he was he was a he was a baller. You know, he got stuff done when needed when he needed to. Yeah. He was always like you know, I mean, um, he, he was the kind of the face of that organization for a really long time. He's the number one passer in Raider history, I believe. Yeah, yeah. I mean that go that says a lot about you know, especially with some of the greats that were there. But uh, it it it's kind of I think that he I think uh, Jimmy G will. I think he'll do well there. Yeah. I think he'll like so find. Too. I think without that kind of pressure of you know just like everyone coming after your job, as long as he stays healthy, because that's been the thing that's kind of plagued him like his entire career. As is, for anybody, but yeah, yeah. For sure. But you know, staying healthy and you know if he these next couple years, if he can, um, you know, if I think he's in a good uh, division too to you know kind of stand out. You know, I mean, admittedly, the NFC West is like a really tough division. And um, I think it was always kind of uh, tough for him to, you know, be the the top dog, the top, yeah. you know, top quarterback in that uh, division. And I don't know. I think he'll do. I think he'll do well uh, with the Raiders. Yeah. Uh, moving on to uh, the Dolphins. The Dolphins making some moves too. Yeah. Uh, picking up uh, Jalen Ramsey. Um, I mean, how do you feel about that? Uh, how do you feel about that pickup? What, what do you I, think? Jalen's good. I've seen Jalen in person because yeah. we've been to Rams practices. Oh, dude, the Rams practice, right? right? I've been to a couple Rams practices, yeah. been to some games and stuff. Yep. Um, watch him in the Super Bowl a couple years, you know, a couple years back. Yeah. I don't know if he's like losing a step or what, but yeah. I mean, I think it's good for the Dolphins. I think it's really good. They also they also picked up 
Um, I believe his name's Mike White. He's mm -hmm. the guy who stepped in for the Jets last year. Right. So he's a quarterback. So they wanted to get a good backup just in case Tua or what's going on with Tua and all that stuff. But I yeah. think Jalen's a good pickup for them. Yeah. Um, dude, the Dolphins are right on the cusp. That yeah. that whole division is so tough. Yeah, it is. Like, it's been. It, this is like the most competitive it's ever been. Man, if those guys were on the other side in the NFC, yeah. or like my gosh, yeah. it would be so much easier for them. Dude, I mean, just that, just those two, uh, you know, with Miami having uh, uh, Tyreek Hill, oh. the deep threat. I mean, He's so good. That guy is so fast. He is so good. Did you see him in that? Uh, yeah, in that track meet. Yeah, <laughs> just, just dusting everybody. Just blew the doors off at everybody. Yeah, it's like they were standing still. Oh man, that guy. Yeah, he is quick. Yes, <laughs> real fast. And such a big like. I mean, it's a difference. Uh, it, that's the difference maker uh, when you have somebody that's a deep threat like that. That yeah. just at any moment can just you know burn you. You just got to respect it and always play deep, and that just opens up like pretty much yeah, everything, everything else. else. Yeah, but dude, the the Chiefs. The Bills, the yeah. Bengals, yep. the Dolphins. Like, dude, everybody is so close. Yeah. So I, think, really... so I think what would be the difference? Would a Jalen Ramsey, you know, bring the Dolphins up a notch? Yeah. Like, I will say, you know, Jalen Ramsey, what he brings to the team, because, you know, like you said, like, we've, we've watched him a lot. We've watched him, uh, you know, on the sidelines. Here's the part that, you know, maybe isn't, uh, there's no line item or there's no uh, stat that can kind of give you the, you know, the, him being vocal on the sideline, him yes. picking up his players, him telling his players, you know, where they should be, getting in position, um, being kind of like that anchor. When Aaron, Aaron Donald went out, it seemed like Jalen Ramsey stepped up and was that voice of the defense. And, you know, I guess that's not really saying much for a team that, you know, had the kind of season that they had. But even still, like that kind of uh, leadership I think that's going to go a long way for that uh, that real that that Miami defense, who's you know yeah. pretty pretty good or Dude, pretty, they're good themselves already. Yeah. yeah. So you get that like somebody an anchor in the secondary, and look, everybody kind of has their opinion on Jalen and uh, Ramsey and how you know he's not the shutdown corner that he was, but he still is a producer, even if it's just as a leader. Yeah. You know, and you see him when he's like. Um, He's never kind of hot dogging on a play. Like he's always just like in it. He's always making like he's the first one to fly to the ball. He's um, he's just a good team player, I think. And I think uh, you know it, it was a good pickup for the Dolphins. Yeah. I think the Rams will. I mean, I understood why the Rams had to had to do it and free up that space. It's uh, it's kind of a, a bummer to see him go, but. Yeah. Like, you know, like we always talk about, it's a business and it's cutthroat and this is just kind of the, the name of the game, yeah. you know? Yeah. So, so speaking of name of the game and the cutthroat business, yeah. there are two organizations that are being um, held hostage yeah. by one guy. Oh, yeah. yeah Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> has the Packers and the Jets hostage. Yeah. There is not that much time left in free agency. And everyone is waiting on that guy. He went into the dark room. <laughs> yeah. He went on cave. his ayahuasca or whatever mm. you call it, drug binge. Ayahuasca, yeah. Yeah, that too. <laughs> tomato, tomato, whatever. <laughs> and everyone's just waiting. I think people have grown tired of this whole For sure. Bullshit. But when, once he makes his... Dude, the Packers, I saw an interview with one of the Packers... Uh, 
uh, front office guys, yeah, they are ready to move on. Oh man, they are ready to move on. The yeah. Jets uh, in free agency when it picked up a Packers receiver. Oh really? That Aaron likes. Yeah. So they're trying to trying to woo him over, get him going a little bit. But yeah. time is running out. He's got to make a decision here pretty soon. Yeah, I mean, it, like shit or get off the pot, right? Yeah. It's like, come on, what are you doing here? Like we we do. We go through this whole kind of saga. I mean, how many t- how many years have we done this now? Is he or, or will he or won't he? You know, yeah. it's the the whole Ross and Rachel thing. Will they or won't they? He goes off the Packer Lambeau Field doing this bit. Like, eh, dude, we don't on, need dude. your shit. Just like play football <laughs> and just make a decision. It yeah. doesn't need to be that complicated. In all honesty, at this point. I agree. If you want to stay in Green Bay, stay in Green Bay. If you're tired of Green Bay, get out of Green Bay and go somewhere and find, you know, some greener pasture, whatever that saying is. Yeah. And if that's in New York, if that's with the Jets, then so be it. Go out there, go get your payday and, you know, go compete in that division. But this whole kind of the the whole waiting around, you know, making people wait, playing this like kind of head game thing, this ain't this ain't what football is yeah. about. I feel like it's a a little bit of a selfish power move. Yeah. It, oh, it's all ego for sure. Like, big time ego. Yeah. Big time. Yeah. And uh, it's such a turnoff. It is. It's such a turnoff. Because all the stuff I've seen of Aaron, he seems like a pretty low-key, like, down-to-earth guy. Yeah. Works hard. Yeah. And just doing antics like this, it's just like, it's just dude, not, I don't want anything to do with it. Dude, you. nobody wants that. Yeah. Just, you know, I, it flies in the face of what we kind of appreciate about football which is just kind of you know the bill belichick shut up and do your job kind of thing yeah i don't know if he said shut up but whatever it was like just do your job do your job and and that's kind of always been like you know that's been a big uh one of the reasons why we love it so much because it doesn't matter um who you are what you are if you do your job that's like what we respect right yeah and this kind of this kind of like once you make it about you yeah it is a instant Instant turn off. Yeah, and then and you kind of like lose respect. I mean, I, I know for me, I've uh, I've always been uh, you know I've always enjoyed watching him play because he's a you know he's I mean studies dude, dude, he's he's one so of the best. He's you a know, he'll go Hall down as one of the best. Yeah, he's a future Hall of Famer, hands down. For sure. First ballot Hall of Famer. Yeah, dude. Why saw your name with all this kind of like this shenanigans of of indecision? Okay, is it uh, is it an older guy move? Remember Brett Favre, Hempton Hod, he went to the Vikings. Yeah. Joe Montana left the Niners, went to the Chiefs, right? Like, there's always that, like, last-ditch effort. Yeah. But I feel like with those guys, it was because they didn't want to leave the game. They wanted to be in it still. I don't know. The Brett Favre thing was kind of a weird one. Dude, Aaron's old, though. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah, maybe maybe it's that. Maybe he's just trying to hold on to whatever. Uh, maybe it's a gameplay. You know, maybe it's a business decision. Yeah. Yeah, maybe it is. I mean, if that's the case, eh, I guess you know, do your thing and get your payday. But it just it's off putting as a you know as a football fan and seeing yeah, like you know true. everything kind of like unfold. And then like you said, you're leaving these two teams hostage. You know, Green Bay it like wants to move on. I'm sure if that if you're gonna go like. All right, let's break up and just move on, and let me, you know, find somebody else to, you know, come in here and get to work on, yeah. on getting our organization uh, in in contention for a Super Bowl. And then the Jets are the same way. What what are we doing here? Tell us what we're doing. Yeah. Give me a direction, and just like yeah. let's make a decision and move on with it. Yeah. But, I mean, such as time I guess, tell. yeah, time will and tell. And pretty soon, it's on. I mean, 
He's got a couple days. Yeah, nice. he's got he's got to figure this stuff out. Yeah. All right, we got to take a break. Um, we got a game coming up here. What do we got uh, this week? What game we got this week? Believe it or not. Believe it or not. All right. Yes. Yes. New game here. Believe it or not. We're gonna take a quick break and uh, we'll be back. Today's episode is brought to you by DK's Donuts of Orange. DK's is family-owned and operated and carries a wide selection of freshly baked donuts. Stop by for a morning treat, an afternoon snack, or even a late-night sugar fix. Follow their Instagram page, at DK's Donuts Orange, for store information or to order online. All right, and we're back. All right, what do we got this week? What game we got? All right, we're going with Believe It or Not. Believe It or Not. We're going to start off with... Kind of light, easy topics, and okay. it's going to get progressively a little heavier, okay, and a little bit more serious, you could say. So, all right, starting off light, coming at you. Believe it or not, in Bigfoot, <laughs> uh, Bigfoot, I don't, I don't believe it. The footage that you see is just like so choppy and kind of like, I mean, it, it could be a dude in a suit and just could be a goof. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, in all honesty, it's probably Jimmy Kimmel playing this like really long con game. He's going to come out and be like, oh, it turns out he was the one that did it. Yeah. <laughs> so eh, I don't know if I believe on the, uh, in that one. So we're going not? I'm going to go not. Yeah. You? I don't believe it. Uh, uh, I have a like a really bad Android phone. Yeah. And I take pictures and I can zoom in on stuff. (laughs) And every picture of Bigfoot I've ever seen has been like the worst picture of all time. So if this guy was real, you would think there would be a legit picture. Oh, dude, by now. Like you can't go anywhere without something being filmed. Oh, yeah. Talked about. Oh, there's no way at this point. Like it, it it's it. Something, someone would have to have caught that if yes. he did exist somewhere. Yes. So, yeah. I'm with you. It's a not. Yeah, not. It's just, it ain't there. Yeah. It ain't there. And have you seen all the people who really believe? Oh, jeez. <laughs> yeah, those yahoos. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. It's, and it's all in like one area in the Pacific Northwest. Like, no, yeah. we're not, I'm not yeah. having it. Coincidentally, they like they're like really heavy into like moonshine and stuff right. out there. It's like right. Mm, okay, yeah. yeah. We, we and see. then when they do talk about Bigfoot, they always throw in, "Well, they have magic. That's why you can't see them." <laughs> then the second you hear that, it's like, "Okay, we're moving on." Okay, next one: UFOs oh, slash okay aliens. All right, I okay. I almost feel like it's statistically impossible for there not to be some other life form that exists in the universe. Uh, the universe is so like massive and expansive and like never ending that it's just uh, just a num- by the numbers there has to be something that exists. But like kind of how we think about aliens, like they come down in this like little ship and they're these like you know little people with like big eyes and big heads like i don't believe it's that okay then what is it okay let's just do it let's split it ufos like you've seen footage by the way that footage is shady and shaky all the time (laughs) that's true right it's not the best just saying all right i uh okay whether or not an alien life form has like come here to like observe us i don't know i i just the numbers would say that it's more likely than it is not likely. 
It's more likely that it, that, that it exists. I want to know what you think. Yeah, I think that just... UFOs. I would say, yes, there are un- unidentified flying objects that have come here um, from a distant land. I mean, we're talking about like millions, billions of years. How old is the universe? How old is the entire... Like our universe is like, you know, how like millions or billions of years old, probably billions. Just the amount of time that, you know, that that amount of time that goes by that there has to be some kind of life form or some civilization that started, ended, started again, developed, uh, you know, developed the kind of uh, what it would take to get from a really distant land to, to here to from another solar system. I would say, yeah, that's very possible. Billions of years? Aliens. What about aliens? Well, I mean, by definition, I guess anything that's from another planet that comes here is an alien. So, yeah, I guess I do have to believe in aliens. Yeah. Okay. Do you? No. Not at all. Not at all. I think just statistics, like by the numbers, it would have to exist. No. Nothing exists beyond the Earth. No. <laughs> no. Okay, and here and here's my reasoning. Okay. Here's my reasoning. Okay. You look at all the other planets in our solar system, right? Anything going on? I mean, whole lot of nothing. Okay, sure, but whole lot of nothing. Well, I don't okay. know if that's exactly true. I don't think we've explored every planet to a point where we can say there's no life. But but but, but we're we're pretty sure that there's not a whole lot going on on other. Yeah, planets. but that's like eight planets. Right. In a very small, com- uh, that's eight compared to the billions or trillions of like solar okay. systems that are out there. Okay. Never has there been physical evidence of a UFO here that the general public knows about. Yeah. All the sightings of aliens and UFOs <laughs> has been in the United States. Okay, fair enough. Every other country is like, what are you guys talking about over there? <laughs> Nobody knows. Right, we are obsessed with right. UFOs, sci-fi, aliens. Yeah. I feel like it is something that we want as human beings yeah. so bad. Okay, that there's something like oh, even something bigger, beyond, better, yeah. yeah, beyond. All right, you know I'll, what? I'll, there's I'll understand not. that. I'll, I'll, there's not. I'll get. I'll, dude. We have like, <laughs> we have created this stuff. And I, I don't believe in it in one bit. All right, fair enough. I'll meet you halfway and say that. Maybe no alien has kind of come in contact with our universe and our, like, Earth specifically. Okay. But I will differ from you or I'll, I'll kind of, uh, I'll, I'll split with you that there's life forms on another planet. Maybe they just haven't gotten here, but they exist. Okay. The same way we don't believe in Bigfoot. Right? Yeah. No physical evidence. Yeah. No Bigfoot doo-doos <laughs> droppings anywhere. Droppings. Right? Well, wh- how different no would it Bigfoot, be, though? There's no Bigfoot kids running around. <laughs> yeah. None of that <laughs> yeah, stuff. Yeah, medium foot. <laughs> yeah, there's none of that stuff going, right? If aliens and UFOs were really going on, yeah, you're telling me not one of those things would crash. You're not telling me one of those things, <laughs> there'd be a hiccup where it would be like, Hey, what's this little green guy doing here? <laughs> There's no way, dude. Yeah. They are not. I do not believe it in one. Yeah. Oh, yeah. the yeah. government's hiding them. The <laughs> yeah. government, like, 
Yeah, not one of no, those things right. ran out of gas. All you and did it yeah. accidentally the emergency landing. There's no way, dude. I don't. I, I don't buy it. I okay. feel like I'm, as humans, we want it so much that we will believe it because we want it so much, and I don't believe it. I will. I I'll I'll go with you on that, but I will. I, I'll say that yeah, maybe they haven't like landed here and they haven't come here, and for that reason they haven't like you know their ships haven't broken down here. But if you just were to like just draw a straight line from here to, you know, a billion galaxies over, there's another planet that has a life form on it. And whether that life form is in its infancy and still kind of like uh, a little, I don't know, baby zygote. uh, Bacteria. Bacteria, right. And that is going to at some point become a civilization or if a civilization has grown and then like died off and you know meteor hit it or whatever and it's like now died off all right fine but that has somewhere that exists or has existed and it's like kind of i I feel like it's kind of come and gone like a fucking billion times over like it's just it's impossible for it not to be it's impossible for us to be the only life form the only uh inhabitable planet in the entire solar system or why universe not? that we but know. But why not? Just but why not? Numbers-wise, it wouldn't be it, it's like not feasible that that could be a thing. We're not we're unique, very unique in that we have uh it, like, you know, oxygen and stuff that like things can grow on this planet including like life. But there are plenty of other planets that have similar, you know, makeup that could do the same thing. Implant like a, a, a bacteria that just eventually grows into a human life form, or not a human, but just like a life form. It's just, it's impossible. <laughs> I'm, all I'm saying, no proof, don't believe in it, right? Uh, and I've heard, I've heard all the stories of like people seeing UFOs, right? And like stuff That's like all that. bullshit, first of all, yeah. Okay, that's bullshit. Like, I remember yeah. like an old neighbor was like, oh, I was like sitting in my spa and I saw it flying over, like whatever, <laughs> dude, you're a weirdo. Right. Yeah, moonshine, same moonshine exactly. state. <laughs> have you ever seen the movie Fire in the Sky? Oh, I don't think I have. No. Okay, so Fire in the Sky came out. We were little cats. Yeah, and it was about these guys again up in the Pacific Northwest who don't oh. have really much to do. Yeah, saw a light, an object, whatever. They drive out. A dude gets out of the car and is like, "Oh, hey guys, check <laughs> it out!" And he gets beamed up. Oh. Right, total scary, creepy movie. Yeah, goes through alien ship probe. The whole he gets the <laughs> yeah right. He gets the full inspection type of deal. Movie creeped me out. Yeah. I slept. I slept in my brother's room for like two <laughs> oh weeks. Gosh. Yeah, slept. Kevin Mitchell let me shack up with him. It was really scary. <laughs> but as a kid, I didn't like watching that movie. I didn't believe in it. Oh. It just scared me. I just didn't the believe thought it. of that. Just the thought of it yeah. scared me. But deep down, I was like, "That's not real." Yeah, that's not gonna happen. So even right. then, as a kid, I've I've never. You've been skeptical since you're yes. little, yes. little Joe. <laughs> yeah, even though I had to sleep in my brother's room. Yeah. Okay, moving on from the UFOs and the aliens. All right, believe it or not, in ghosts or spirits. Uh, I mean. This it's kind of like similar to like aliens, like kind of how we think about ghosts. You know, it's like these like you know 
sheets with like holes in the eyes like kind of coming around like hovering oh, and like halloween of, ghost like yeah well i mean i think that i would say if i believed in anything it would just be like in an energy that's like kind of a like Ooh, out you know yeah, what i mean yeah. like i think that there can be a like a persistent energy that kind of lingers and maybe that's not even with like is that a, a spirit? spirit is that a is that a person uh see this is the kind of where you get into like the weeds a little bit about like you know uh subconscious thought and kind of like where you know you could kind of like uh manifest things you know what i mean okay. so i feel like oh you mean like how aliens are real <laughs> that's not a manifestation <laughs> that's factual okay but you can like manifest things like based or just like with your mind like what you are um whatever power, you feed yeah, it yeah power of the mind power, you to, can, power of the mind yourself yes. yeah and like if you set your mind to certain things now i think that somebody can leave an impression on you so much so that it like will come out in your in your subconscious and you'll like cease things and kind of experience things i mean maybe even kind of like you know have a like move things or something like I, I could even see there being like the mind being that powerful to kind of like have an energy that does something that kind of moves but the whole like spirit kind of i don't know like being around and kind of just hanging and you know knocking over books and stuff i don't know if i believe in that no no okay what about you uh i'm gonna go no also yeah i'm not a believer uh ghost I don't know. I've never had any like relative try to like yeah come back to, yeah. or anything like that. Um, spirits. I'm I'm kind of with you on the energy part. Like, there's probably like yeah, like a there's like a vibe thing. Yeah, some kind um, of like something that's like like lingers maybe. Yeah, but but nothing that you can really like put your finger on. Yeah. Now I'm with you. Yeah. It's uh, I I feel like it would uh. It, there would be a lot more like kind of, I don't know, something tangible that you can yeah. kind of like, you know, grasp onto if that was the case. Because yeah. a lot of the stories, again, Pacific Northwest, Moonshine State, like everyone's just, yeah, yeah, sees yeah. spirits and sees things. Like, well, did you? Did yeah. you or were you just really fucking hammered? Yeah. <laughs> Correct. Okay. I don't, but I have heard stories, like some kind of unexplainable stories of things that have happened. And I'm sure, you know... I'm sure we'll hear them, you know, after this comes out, people yeah. talking about how, how much, like, oh, yeah, this thing happened, and it was for sure a spirit. Yeah. Yeah. Well, <laughs> let us know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, next one. Reincarnation. Do you believe it or not? Ooh, reincarnation. Uh, well, I mean, I feel like if, if you believe in reincarnation, then you kind of have to believe in what, like, you know, a spirit or something, like, beforehand... Uh, maybe not. Uh, uh, I mean, not necessarily. That's a tough one because I mean, uh, that's a tough one. <laughs> Dude, I don't know. Honestly, I don't think I've ever really kind of thought of it. If that was like a thing, I mean, if somebody like in in so all right, are we talking about like reincarnation <laughs> where somebody like comes back and kind can kind of recite like where this other person lived and remembering all their memories kind of no, thing. I'm saying, I'll throw this out. You have like had previous lives. Oh. 
Nah, I don't know if I buy into all that. Right, you know what I'm saying, though. No, I get like, what you're saying. You've had previous lives. Maybe. You retain no memories yeah. from those. And then you just like you're just a, a your recycled soul. That's what you I, like you. Into, I think that's why I would you would have to kind of say like then you would have to believe in spirits and there being like a thing that gets kind of transferred over. I don't know if I buy it. I think you just kind of you're born. You 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 know you become this personality and then you die and then it just kind of like that's it you're you know here you go you're yeah. one with the earth again okay. and then uh and then that's kind of it yeah okay yeah oh do you what about you <laughs> do you believe in reincarnation no the only thing that gets me with the reincarnation thing is when we the have dalai like, lama no. <laughs> does it eat like get reincarnated or something uh maybe like i'm not sure when you have like deja vu oh so that gets me a little bit when you've had deja vu. You're like, I've done this before. Dude, like, you want to hear my theory like, on deja vu? So this is what I think that deja vu is. Okay. All right. So kind of go with me on this. So I think that there is a, like just call it a circuit, right? A line that goes from what you are seeing and then it goes, all right, seeing, and then it's going to get stored into your uh, your short-term memory and then your short-term memory goes and goes, all right, I'm going to put this like once it kind of enough time has passed, I'm going to put it in an existing memory so that you can recall kind of later, right? Okay. Memories are coming in as you're seeing it, as this is happening currently, it's going in, getting put in the short memory and then it'll get banked to the long memory later. Okay. What I think deja vu is, is that it circumvented that short-term and gets stored directly to the long-term memory and so you're reading this as you're picking it up as wait a minute it's get, like it's being stored in the long-term memory so you're kind of going like this is an existing memory when really it's just being fed into your long-term memory by mistake does that make sense yeah dude does. like i've i've had this theory for a very long time and just thinking about like okay if it's going straight to your long-term though yeah and bypassing the short and the existing. Yeah. Why would it like even spark anything if it's going straight to the long? So that's what it is. It's like it's simultaneously being stored and and shown simultaneously. It's being oh. fed to your your uh, your it's your long term. It's, it's not, not stopping. stopping. And then you're you're it's still playing and you're recalling it and you're going, why is this? being recalled from my long-term memory like an existing memory oh, you know what i mean yeah. when it should be a memory that's being kind of like consumed or or like uh, uh put into the short-term bank as hey this is something that's currently happening and then it gets it's supposed to get stored later and it's just going around that bypassing that and going straight to the long term and going this is an existing memory you've already seen this and this is stored. You know what I mean? It's just wow. kind of getting like rerouted. Yeah. Dude, what do you think about that? <laughs> Bill Nye, science guy over here. Damn. That's uh, that's pretty heavy stuff. Dude, I, I told mean, you we were going light down. Yeah, we're getting heavy, heavy now. Deep to shallow. Wait, wow. shallow to deep. Damn, dude. That's intense. Dude, isn't that like yeah. kind of something? Like it makes kind of sense. That yeah. It could be that. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Okay. Um, makes you think. <laughs> last one for believe it or not. Uh, your dreams have meaning. Oh, dreams having me. I think, well, kind of like, here's my theory. I'll give you my theory on like dreams, uh, like my, my theory on uh, deja vu. 
I think the dreams are just kind of like a portrait, like a portrayal of what your subconscious mind is already kind of like, like where it's running, right? So uh, almost like the screensaver of your uh, of your brain, right? Throughout the day, you've got all this stuff that kind of goes on, and it's all just kind of like you know going on in the background. It's like in the back, uh, in your in your uh, uh, in your memories, just kind of like storing them back there. And I think yeah. when you go to sleep. Like a screensaver comes on, but instead of like the screensaver where you got that pipe that just kind of like goes like you know like this, or the windows flying, dude, the windows, yeah, right, yeah, the toaster flying, the toasters. <laughs> <laughs> instead of just that screensaver, yeah, it kind of pulls up like all the memories of the day or what you're kind of thinking about, maybe your fears for the day or just like any kind of like whatever kind of was going on in your life, yeah, and it just goes like, hey, let's let's paint a portrait of what all this stuff is in a very abstract way. Let's not make it so clear that we are going to like, it's going to be clear as day where you go, Oh, that's very obviously what I've been thinking about. And yeah. I've been like fearful of, I need to kind of address it. Do dreams have meaning then? Cause you I think literally... it does. I think it's a, it's a peek into your subconscious in an abstract way. Okay. So you, you, know I mean? you believe, yeah. I think yeah, I think they have me. I think it's just it's hard to kind of dissect it. It's hard to kind of like sift through. And I don't know why your mind would well, I couldn't just like give it to you, you know, uh, in a more obvious way, and not just like kind of throw these like random kind of like uh, you know metaphors and stuff at you. Yeah, it's just kind of weird. But I think they do for sure have meaning. <laughs> okay. What about you? Uh, I'm gonna go no. I think it's your your brain just kind of. I don't know, detoxing for the day. Yeah. Just kind of... Compressing, decompressing. Decompressing, whatever yeah. stressed you out for the day, whatever you're worried about, whatever. Yeah. Like, you know how you were like, oh, the screensaver? Yeah. I think your brain just goes like... <laughs> and like whatever squirts out, <laughs> right? And if you do remember it from the dream, like whatever like <laughs> comes out, yeah, right? And goes in there like, and it's like, oh, whatever, whatever. Yeah. And that's why sometimes they're kind of mashed up. That's why sometimes they're weird. Oh, but that's also around. sometimes why they make sense. And they like, it's clear <clears throat> as day, Yeah. right? Or maybe it's something that you want or you don't want to happen, so. Yeah. I think it's just your brain working itself out through. Yeah. Yeah, but so, I, don't, I don't think it's anything like meaning yeah that's just like it's kind of just random yeah random kind of stuff. cleaning 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 yeah. up for, for defragmenting the, day. the yeah. the the memories and just kind of yeah yeah all right yeah. i'm with you that's what i got that's it that's the end of believe it or not we got a heavy oh boy heavy let's go <laughs> all right we're gonna take one more commercial break and we'll be back after we've uh put some uh <laughs> Fucking, what's that? <laughs> sage. Say we're gonna sage his goddamn room <laughs> and come back after this. <laughs> Today's episode is brought to you by Caliber Real Estate Group. Caliber and their team of experienced agents are dedicated to providing personalized and professional service to ensure that your real estate goals are met with ease. Caliber specializes in a wide range of properties from luxurious estates to cozy starter homes and they have the expertise to guide you through every step of the buying or selling process. Click the link in the episode's page to start your journey towards finding the perfect property or getting top dollar for your investment. All right, 
And we're back. We've saged the entire room. Uh, we've thrown some holy water everywhere. And I think, we're good to go. Uh, I think we're good to go. spirits are gone. We're good to go. <laughs> okay, so last week we yeah. talked about uh, if I were a seller yeah. of my house, what are some things that I could do? And you gave me the top three. You said, let's declutter, let's right. paint, and let's stage right. uh, to make everything look good and invite people in. Yeah. So, true story. Okay. This past weekend, uh, went on a bike ride with the old family. All right. And we're cruising around. There's a house down the street from us, six-bedroom house. Oh. Okay. Had wow. an open house, so we walked through it. Nothing in it. Completely empty. Completely empty. Had the fresh paint. Yeah. Uh, obviously, no clutter. There was literally nothing in it. The house had kind of a weird layout but we walked through it yeah and kind of checked it out and just left and we're like eh, it was kind of a weird kind of a weird pad yeah we keep riding our bikes we go we go down a street yeah. or two and we see another open house sign and we're like man let's just let's just do it yeah so we rode our bikes over there this place was decluttered yeah Painted, yeah, landscaped, ooh, and staged to perfection. Yeah, I'm talking pictures, furniture, beds, kids' beds, nice. you name it. Yeah, done and right. And it was pristine. It was awesome. Yeah, and I left there, and I was like, I gotta get my act together. <laughs> I gotta, you know, because yeah, man, I would. I was like. I want. I could see myself. You could see yourself. Yeah. Here. You so, start kind of like putting your stuff up on the walls, or just kind of seeing like you know oh. how they use that space. How you could see yourself sitting Dude, down the on that TV couch. on the wall. Every, I yeah. was like, oh man, this is like this is really nice. So Such a difference, right? With that being said, right. Now that I gotta get my act together. Sure. What are the three things I need to do to kind of like prepare myself to buy? Three things. Uh, all right, so I mean, there's a couple different, a couple important things that you have to do. I would say the top ones, you know, credit score is that one that we talked about. That's the big, um, you know, that affects a lot of your, you know, it affects your interest rate. It affects uh, how a lender would uh, look at your situation and, and whether or not they're going to lend to you uh, and what rate you're going to get. Uh, so. Starting off with that, getting your in, getting your credit score, you know, to its uh, optimum level would be, I think, um, you know, one of the bigger ones to do. Okay. Now that is easy to say, you know, to just say, hey, get your credit score up, but in doing that, it that's a lot of work. So um, there's a lot of things that you can do to just kind of get your credit score in top in tip top shape um you know pay down credit cards anything that's like really outstanding that you have um that is um negatively affecting your score and it's hard to say which which one of those things is going to be the best uh, what's going to be the best method which is why you know talking to a financial advisor who knows those specific things would be uh, a good kind of starting point you know full disclosure here anybody listening um, you know, the advice that I give is just like my own kind of personal experience with it. And my professional experience is, you know, uh, it's only in that, like the generality of like getting credit scores up, talk to your financial advisor and find out what you should do in your specific circumstance, but getting your credit score up, uh, paying down some debt and making sure that, you know, your 
um, your, your score is as high as you can possibly get it is pretty critical in the lending process. Um, if you're below a certain credit score, you might not even get accepted for a loan. Um, and if you are at a higher tier, you'll get a better rate. Um, so that is, uh, I mean, that is a, a kind of short and sweet, number one, get your credit score up. Um, but it's a big task a big to do one. that. Yeah. yeah. But talking to a financial advisor, getting, you know, somebody, um, you know, figuring out what uh, you can do to boost your score, boost your numbers, I think is like, you know, uh, really beneficial to anybody looking to buy a house to get that kind of in line. Okay. So that's uh, one. <clears throat> What's two? Uh, number two, I would say, um, you know, prepare to save some money, put some money aside. Now those, you know, traditionally everybody talks about uh, 20% down. That doesn't necessarily have to be the case. In fact, a lot of people, myself included, when I bought my house, I didn't put 20% down. It's just a matter of what you're comfortable with. And then also, um, you know, based on that, what number you need to kind of hit for your, you know, reserves and, and to have like in your account. And then yep. closing costs. That's a, yep. you know, that's, that's a, a different kind of line item. And that'll kind of change depending on like the, the loan. Okay. So we have credit. We have saving up some money. Yeah. Saving up some cash. Okay. And then what's our, our last one? Third one, I would say this is more kind of in preparation uh, and more like what not to do. Uh, and that's like, n don't make any new purchases. Don't make any big purchases. Don't open it up, you know, uh, any new like lines of credit that are going to, you know, where you're going to like run up a credit card. Don't make a big purchase like a, uh, you know, don't go out and buy a car. That's the biggest thing. Don't buy a car. Wait until, uh, you know, I mean, just, just don't do it like in preparation for getting a loan. I mean, when, once you've had your credit score run, once you've submitted all your paperwork and all of your documents to, uh, you know, the lender to get qualified for it, just don't touch anything. Leave it as it is because any kind of, any difference in your uh, income ratio, your debt to income ratio, any difference in your credit score, all of that can have an impact on your loan and whether or not you qualify for it. So you want to just, just kind of prepare yourself, you know, while you're getting uh, in this mindset of buying a house, let's just hold off on any new expenses and like not take on any new debt and just focus on what we have right now. And let's focus on getting a house. Let's focus on keeping our finances in order, keeping our expenses low, our debt to income ratio low, no new purchases. Don't go out and spend money on, you know, uh, on a brand new car or, or anything like that. Just keep everything just kind of as it is, because that kind of uh, flat line of, uh, you know, of, of no movement in your credit and no movement in your spending and all that, that'll pay off once it comes down to, you know, getting your loan funded where there's not going to be any hiccups. You know, if you open up a new uh, line of credit, if you open up a new, uh, you know, you go in and, and get a car that you're going to buy uh, and get a new auto loan, everything's out the window now. Now yeah. you got to start from scratch and figure out what you have to, you know, how you're going to have to figure this thing out. All right. I like yeah. it. All right. So our credit, save up some dough, don't make any new purchases and really focus on, on the house. That's it. I like it. I think Love so. It. Yeah. Love it. All right, well, I think that pretty much does it for this episode. 
It was a yeah. long one. Uh, it <laughs> yeah, was uh, it was a long and uh, little little creepy one. Got yeah, a little, a little uh, heavy. A little heavy. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna have to yeah sage this whole place one more time. Uh, but uh, yeah, that's it for this episode of Real in the Field podcast. Uh, we'll be back next week with another episode. Uh, big thanks to Blake Means from Name Taken for the theme music. You're gonna hear that song uh, from here on out. So. Yeah, enjoy it. And um, yeah, we'll catch you next time. Thank Uh, you. Yeah. And that was our show. I hope you enjoyed it. If you like what you heard, like and subscribe. Leave a comment in the comment section below. Big thank you to Blake Means from Name Taken for the theme music. We'll be back next week with a new episode of Real in the Field podcast. Until then, talk to you.